Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. Happy Halloween, D'Anthony. Who are you going as tonight for Halloween? Paul Pelosi. <laughs> you got the old hammer in your hand. My God, man. My God. What a bizarre story. Uh, we'll get to it in a second. In the meantime, doing a little celebration over here. Hard AF Seltzer is live in the state of Florida. All you got to do, contact Sunshine Distribution. And uh, if you have a bar, a restaurant, a liquor store, convenience store, hotel chain, whatever you got, hit them up and order some cases of Hard AF Seltzer. Uh, Tactical, obviously, are our partners in this venture have uh, already ordered some cases this morning, as well as Lowe's Hotels. Shout out again to Charles Zeller down there. So it'll be fun seeing Hard AF Seltzer inside uh, Lowe's Hotels. We're getting fancy, I feel like. It's nice. Uh, And then always we're in uh, 100 stores in Tennessee right now. Go to hardafseltzer.com. Check out the store locator. Just type in your zip code, city, wherever you are. And, and it'll literally just Google map you to the, to the exact location that is closest to you. Reason why I bring this up, D'Anthony, is uh, volunteers went again this weekend, also moved up to number two. So the whole state of Tennessee is raging off of these. Our sales have been nuts. Mm-hmm. People are looking to get blackout drunk. Uh, I love that the AP moved them up in a, in a tie with Ohio State for number two. That way, technically, Saturday's game is a one versus two matchup. Now, if you're driving down from Knoxville... D'Anthony and I would like to help you out. We want to buy you some cases of hard AF seltzer. Uh, so hit us up in Drinking Bros Tennessee, um, which is a private group. And uh, let us know if you're driving down to the game. D'Anthony and I will, will Ven- Venmo you some cash so you can take down some seltzer to the big game there. And uh, it's on us. Party. Okay? Party. Damn it. But uh, we won't use Venmo because Venmo is a cunt organization. Eh, whatever you want. Whatever the Zell, whatever you uh, uh, yeah. choose. Yeah. Um, I don't have PayPal anymore. So yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, uh, we'll, put, we'll put a post up in there and just let us know if you were driving down from Knoxville to the game. We'll have you roll into Beard and Beer Market or Total Wines or, or there's a bunch of stores in Knoxville up there uh, that carry it and we'll buy it for you. So you can rage because we want Tennessee to win. I think it'd be fun. Uh, the whole state's going, going orange, dude, going banana dick for it. So let us help you out there. In the meantime, speaking of banana dicks, uh, all you banana dicks out there have been going over to Patreon, helping us out. Obviously, we're live there uh, today. How many subscribers are, are we at, Bobathy? What do we got there? Our goal is 6,000 by Christmas. Uh, we are at 3,471. 2,600 away. 2,600 away. Uh, by Christmas, please help us out by subscribing there so we can keep the video show going, keep everybody working through the recession. Uh, for those of you who have, who have already joined, thank you, Giorgio. Any uh, top tier guys you want to mention here today? At the top of the old show. What do you got? Oh, you got to pardon me for being a, being a little late getting over here. That's There's fine. just so many of you signing up out there. So like, let me go ahead and... You know, I think I'm just going to have to toggle on the rest of your 16 script. Why are you using the fucking stripper DJ voice? I like it. I like it. I'm with it, Giorgio. 
You know, a lot of oh change is going on over here, over at Tetherball Media. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Coming uh, to the stage, Alexa. This first guy, 12B Vet. Don't know go. what that name means. Uh, someone might. Uh, shout out to you for that uh, Rescue 16 script level. KTD, Scott, Cameron Berryhill, Larry Kettle, Big Dan Ray. I think he was the first to get in there. Pickle yeah. Rick, one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah. Shout out, Season 3 Rick and Morty. Kenneth Waters with a U. So I don't know if that's an Alabama Waters. Waters. Andrew Grill, grilling up something special. Yeah. Uh, Kenneth Witowski. Big fan. Uh, Travis Adams and uh, Michael Jones. Making Hell yeah. The, making, tying off, making easy. Michael Jones shouting out, paying for the Rescue 16 script for the year. Yes. Right off the bat, because that's Thank what we you. love. Thank you very much. Cash injection. And, and by the way, that is one of the tiers on there. We'll, we'll actually just send you the script and you can read it. Um, Matt's best called me the other night to chat about it. So who knows? Maybe it is in the future. We'll find out. In the meantime, you can read it and then obviously know that uh, Nick Cage was going to play Gene Vandenham's dad, which would have been amazing. Uh, D'Anthony, having a, a real hard time here today with this Paul Pelosi thing. Um, this keeps getting stranger and stranger. Uh, obviously, we talked about it yesterday on uh, uh, Paul Pelosi Gets Hammered episode. As the weekend has gone on, more and more details have come out about this. And it doesn't seem like this was a break-in anymore. And it seems like the media has kind of backed off of this. Otherwise, they would have gone all in on this the rest of the week. I think they know something else is up as well. Maybe. I don't know. It's hard to read. The Twitter universe is kind of uh, like you've got all the conservative and libertarian people saying one thing and MSNBC saying another, which is typical, right? Sure. Um, it's not clear how the man made entry into the home. It appears as though he was let in. Right? Sure, it sure does. And there's, no, there's no evidence that there was a forced entry. So that part's kind of weird. Um, but, but, but also what they're saying is that it was another male that let him into the home, and it wasn't Paul. Maybe, but I think that's just speculation. Like something else must have happened. Maybe he had a butler. I don't know. Maybe. Um, so we have actual pictures of the Pelosi home. Obviously, every politician's house is, uh, is public knowledge there. So, yes, pop that one up first there. Um, so, first of all, there's security cameras all over the house. Mm -hmm. All right. They're circled on the screen here. Uh, it wouldn't be that hard to pull the security cam footage and just be like, all right, great. When did these people get home? When did Paul get home? Was he home the entire night? When did this guy show up? What was the exact time of that? And then who let him in the fucking house? Thus far, we have no security cam footage. Body cam footage on a cop. Why isn't there body cam footage released yet of the cops entering the home? I don't really understand that either. Yeah, I mean, it all, it's, it's all very bizarre. Um, you know, uh, of course, when it first happened, the left who has been trying to provoke violence for some time now, and after committing, you know, a year and a half of it on the streets of America themselves, um, want to jump all over this and make it seem like, well, it, it's, it goes in this order, right? So first you establish that the guy has conservative ties or beliefs. Then you establish that he's part of one of the what's considered far right things like QAnon or something else. And then you say you make the declarative statement that if Trump hadn't done X, then this guy wouldn't have done Y. That's mm -hmm. the whole purpose of all this, right? Sure. It's the same stupid bullshit from the January 6th stuff. Um, the interesting thing about this is that the mainstream media ran with these two websites <clears throat> that had all this weird information about this guy like immediately. Mm-hmm. And now those websites are both gone. 
the, the website is a whole or gone yeah like gone so they pop up and they have a bunch of information on them alleged information i guess okay um and then they just disappear which is pretty interesting well i know a company in uh los angeles um I'm they're, like, they're, so i know a company in los angeles who writes who has fake websites and, and writes fake stories all the time mm-hmm. um and that's what they get paid to do and then they disappear and then they pop up somewhere else yeah so it was like um two online blogs that were using his names that had a bunch of stock posts from starting in 2007 all the way through 2022 um and the mainstream media is putting that out there like whenever somebody comes up with evidence really fast Mm -hmm. then you should be pretty suspicious yes it's it's like every mass shooter that happens somehow he's been involved with the fbi within the last six months you know yeah it's it's hard to overlook that and and not draw some kind of conclusion from it it is um uh in particular the uh the dispatch call here bob if you can play that and put it up on screen here right now um this was really fucking odd and people are talking about this as well go ahead and play it uh, for the audience there bro broadway cross of scott and normandy RP stated that there's a male in the home and that he's going to wait for his wife. RP stated that he doesn't know who the male is, but he advised that his name is David and that he is a friend. RP sounded somewhat confused. Okay, so he knows his name and he's he's classifying him as a friend. Now, have you been robbed in real life? <laughs> no. Yeah, I have. Um, I have. Uh, that's, that's actually what caused me to get my first gun. No lie. I fucking wish. Yeah, I, I know you do. I know you do. Um, and, uh, and now, look, now that I've been a uh, gun owner for 25 years, um, I wish I have too. But I was not at the time. And uh, when they came in, you know, we called 911 and everything else. It was in Los Angeles. Shit, uh, Delco just got fucking robbed. What, yesterday? Today. Night? Oh, was it this morning? It was this morning. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Um, so here's the deal. Did you call 911? No. Okay. So you file a police report. Right. Yeah. For, well, for me, um, I had my car stolen. We had shit stolen inside the house, everything else. The guy was in and out in, I think it was 27 seconds. And I mean, it. boom, boom, boom. He was just hammering everybody inside this apartment complex. Now, when I called, they asked, do you know who this person was? Or do you might know who this person is? You know, maybe potentially let somebody in or let them and mm. i said no i don't fucking know like dude why would i get robbed by somebody that i knew and blah yeah. blah blah right <clears throat> how would you know who this is and why would you classify this person as a friend if this was an intruder breaking in to fucking murder you yeah that's a good question huh super strange um yeah i mean i don't know again i don't know uh no, no reasonable series of events have been published so far because a, a number of things had to happen for this phone call to make sense. One, the guy had to get into the home in the first place. Mm-hmm. And my understanding is he was in his underwear. So the fact that he was carrying a hammer should have been pretty obvious to anybody that let him in. That's, bear with me. Right. So there's that. Then there's whatever, if, if, you're, to, if you're to take Paul Pelosi's uh, statement via the police at word, <clears throat> he doesn't know the guy, but the guy they've they've talked because he knows his name, right? Okay. And then the official word is that he was able to separate from the dude, go to the bathroom where his phone was charging, and then make a phone call 
but when the cops show up, he's they're both in their underwear and stuff. And they're both honing hammers. Yeah. So it's like, why did you let him in in the first place? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe he's on Ambien. You know? Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. There, there are plenty of reasonable explanations for why somebody would be stupid. You know what I mean? People are fucking dumb. And uh, he's old. He's 82 years old. But you would have to think that a guy like Paul Pelosi, who's not well-liked, Mm-hmm. and has, I would assume, some private security, at least a fucking security system at the home, would know better than just to let some random dude in his underwear with a fucking hammer into his house. Yeah. yeah. So that doesn't make sense. That's like, oh, it's not, those aren't my drugs, officer. That was, I'm holding that for a friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That doesn't make sense. It sure doesn't. Um, so, you know, <clears throat> the... uh the official statement, I believe, from Pelosi's camp, or at least the speculation from the media, is that he was trying to be coy and talking to the dispatcher so the guy didn't attack him. Mm. Like, hey, th- yeah, he's my friend, Dan. But that doesn't make sense to me. No. Like, if you break into my house, you're in your underwear. I'm like, hey, I need to go hit the head right quick. We can, <laughs> I know you want to kidnap me so you can eventually kidnap my wife, but I need to go hit the head right quick. Uh, I'll be right back. Stay there. And then you go make a phone call and you're behind a closed door, apparently, in your own bathroom. And instead of just saying, hey, there's a fucking lunatic with a hammer in my lobby or whatever the fuck. My yeah, foyer, yeah. He says, oh, no, he's, his name is, I don't know him, but his name is Daniel and he's a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a guy you met at the bar that night. Sure does. Sure does. Right? So it's being framed now as a conspiracy theory and blah, blah, blah. But the really interesting thing about these blog sites are they were started, some people are saying that they were started very recently, but that's not true. Some of them, one of them was up, like started in 2000. But the the interesting thing was they were both deleted like several days after Pelosi's DUI conviction. Okay. Or not DUI conviction, but his DUI arrest. All right. Um, I want to go back to something you said about a cell phone. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, you you, You own a house, so do I. Have you ever charged your phone in the bathroom of your own home at 2:30 in the morning? Yes. No. Not not ever. Me neither. Right? Unless I had just gotten home at 2:30 and I was shit-faced. Which is kind of his MO, right? It, I I guess so, but usually it's set up next to the bed, right? Mm-hmm. You're we I at least some in, in my house. I've set chargers that are just out and it's like, "All right, great. I'll never forget where these are mm-hmm. because they're there and they're plugged in. Not one of them is plugged in to my bathroom." Okay, I don't Unless I was taking a shit and I needed to watch, you know, something on Netflix. It doesn't make any sense. It was at 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. Right. So it's like. Is it plausible? I guess. Is it weird? Yes. Um, Also, uh, Bob, if you can pull up the uh, the picture of the exterior of the house uh, where the the glass is broken, because there was a lot of speculation about this as well of, well, this is where the attacker tried to break in. no, the, the glass is broken outward. Now, you could say, you know, I guess maybe Paul tried to escape during this. Um, yeah, there we go. I uh, can pop that up on screen there. So check this out, D'Anthony. Now, see, the, the shattered glass is outside on the footstep. Like, uh, is it? Um, yeah, I guess it is. It is. Um, now, have you ever broken a sliding glass doors, windows like this of a house? <clears throat> I'm assuming yes. Well, to you know, not to 
give any tricks of the trade away, but the best thing to do is to uh, make a panel of duct tape and then put it over the glass and then punch through it with a knife or something sharp, and then you can just peel the glass back off and it won't make a mess or alarm anybody. Ah, no shit. I've never thought of that. So for all you would-be burglars out there. The more you know. Do we have a nice little jingle for that? Now, you should know that uh, once you break the threshold of something, whether it's the uh, entry to a, a house, a doorway inside of a house or uh, a car window or anything like that, then it it stops being robbery and starts being burglary, which is a federal or a felony, right? Okay. Just important to remember that as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, so, usually if you break glass, I mean, it's going to go all over the place if it's a shadow yes, glass. But, but, but if you pop that picture up on screen one more time, Bob. Um, so a friend of mine in college did this, went right through the fucking door. And uh, yeah, it... It breaks outwards like that. I mean, it was it was identical to what we're seeing here. Um, so yeah, because he was inside and then went out, and all the glass fucking shattered that way. And it's pretty massive. Um, you know, the only thing I can think of, maybe a cop tried to go in through that entrance, or you know, maybe they busted in. Who knows? But again, yeah, body cam footage would solve all of this. Um, and then lastly, what I heard, you know, going around on the Twitter sphere, which uh, this was fired up by Elon Musk, who, uh, who retweeted another article from the Santa Monica Observer, which... It's not a real newspaper. No. And I did not know uh, that it existed when I lived there, okay, um, for 15 years. So I don't know that it's real or has ever been real. A lot of people are saying it's always been salacious. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about Santa Monica Observer, and I've lived there. I lived there for fucking 15 years, for Christ's sakes. Um, but with that, I think he knew something, because all of these fucks run in the same circle in Silicon Valley. Um, they all hear about each other. They all know each other's fucking business. I guarantee you Elon knows this whole fucking story already uh, and everything that's going on with it. Now, what everybody on Twitter was saying back and forth as far as like witnesses that night they said he was at a gay bar that he's been known to frequent. Uh, and again, what, take, take what, this for what it's what worth. What witnesses? Um, so they interviewed some people here that uh, there was a bunch of people that had lived next door to this guy in real life. Um, she said he was always fucking super weird. Anybody with an actual name? Uh, yeah, there's a woman. Um, man, how do I say this politely? She is a bigger uh, Latino woman, and uh, she is the next door neighbor of him. She just kind of just described how bizarre this guy was all the time. And he was uh, doing a lot of drugs. There's a lot of people in and out. And uh, there was a rainbow flag. And, uh, you know, he was a homosexual male. And I don't know. Well, it's like a three-minute interview I, I with belie- this news station. I believe he may have been a cuck. Bob, is that right? Who? The DePappy guy. I, I'm pretty sure he was a cuck. He was, in, he was involved in the house that we've seen pictures of with the rainbow flag and the fucking BLM shit outside. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's not gay he has kids so he's not just like a gay gay man he picked up at a gay bar maybe he was well, let's but there's some other not... dude like fucking his partner and raising his kids is my understanding oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So some he's, weird polyamorous shit yeah. also, he could be in on it did you see schoenberger's right. uh tweet thread about this today no uh yeah i saw the first tweet but i didn't drill down into it what did he what did he say uh, this dude his ex-wife uh, said that he had gotten really into drug use and gone insane and thought he was Jesus for a year. Oh, well, you know, we've all, some people take like a gap year before they start college. And you sure some, do. Some people think they're Jesus. Rumspringer. Yeah. Rumspringer, yeah. motherfucker. 
Um, but with that, hey, that right so wait, hang on, Bob. So with that, the rest of these witnesses uh, were, that were there uh, were saying that this guy was specifically looking for drugs, and then he was looking to hook up with Paul for drugs. That's when shit got violent. Was yeah. Paul was like, I don't have any drugs, and I don't have any in the household. And then this guy started flipping out. Uh, they said he left the bar around 2 a.m., and that the, the call was actually placed at 2.27 a.m. So my is a total speculation here. So keep, take this for what it, it's worth. The timeline itself seems like a guy who was picked up at a bar probably promised drugs. Hey, come home. Let's fuck. Let's you know, suck each other's dicks. And I'll give you some drugs and it'll be a blast. Gets home. There is no drugs. The guy's fucking pissed off about it. Um, and he's an aggressive drug user. Maybe he flips out at this point and Paul realizes, oh, fuck. I'm not just getting my dick sucked and going to bed while, while Nance is out of town. I've actually got to call the police. But then what do you say to the police? Well, it's my friend and I need him removed from the house. Well, that's not a violent attacker of like, oh my God, I'm about to be murdered. My life is ending here. So the whole thing is really fucking wild. Uh, the last part of this is, uh, you know, allegedly, and the cops would have this body cam footage as well, um, during the DUI case, there was a man in the passenger seat who fled the vehicle. Nobody knows who the fuck that guy is either. So everybody... Well, I'm guessing that's the, the dude that's cucking him. Maybe, or is he just a fucking trapped gay man who wants to fucking party, and he's married to Nancy Pelosi, and he's 82 now, and he's like, you know what, fuck it. I just want to live my best life and get my dick sucked by some dudes. I don't mind that, but just come out and say that, because this feels like a Jussie Smollett type of situation here. And I find it very curious that the media has all but stopped reporting this today. I haven't heard a fucking word today. Well, there may just not be any new information. But why isn't there new information? Uh, well, it's a San Francisco police. so Well, to, to every fucking kid who's shot now in the nation, they release the body cam footage immediately. Well, they and have it's within to. hours. Like nobody's going to fucking riot because they didn't release the body cam footage showing Paul Pelosi is getting his dick sucked by crackheads. But if you're saying on the left that it's Republicans who are causing all this violence and now they're breaking into people's houses trying to kill the Speaker of the House who's third in line for the presidency... To me, that would be newsworthy enough to publish it and be like, oh, my God, because let's let's look at the other side of this. Midterms are in eight days. If you're the Democrats and this did actually happen, right? Let's say Paul Pelosi uh, was at home. This fucking dude shows up with a hammer trying to fucking kill him. You would want that body cam footage released to the public to help your cause against Republicans. So, yeah, it, again, doesn't make a lot of sense on both sides. Like, release it either way because it's pro Democrat if it was some crazy fucking Republican trying to, you know, All right. come in. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to read this. This is the indictment. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Um, this is a sworn statement from one of the police officers that somebody just texted me. Okay. Um, blah, 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 Title 18 USC, blah, 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 Nancy Pelosi, blah, blah, blah. Um, so the pappy had zip ties, tape, rope, and at least one hammer with him that morning. That's a lot of stuff to be carrying if you're not wearing clothes. Um, and he had a backpack as well. So all that stuff was in a backpack. Okay. So I, you know, I'm not sure. Have we, has anybody actually confirmed with a photo or a police statement that the dude was in his underwear? Uh, that DePappy was in his underwear? Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen that anywhere that is legit. To be that honest. was the statement that like MSNBC and those guys were running mm -hmm. with. So well, we'll see about that. Y yeah, but, but you notice those are gone. Like, those are all gone now. 
Um, okay, so here's the here here's the the rest. So, uh, DePappy stated that he was going to hold Nancy hostage and talk to her. Uh, if Nancy were to tell DePappy quote the truth, he would let her go, and if she lied, he was going to break her kneecaps. Okay, which isn't that bad. It's not bad. Uh, DePappy was certain that Nancy would not have told the truth in the course of the interview. DePappy articulated. Uh, he viewed Nancy as, quote, the leader of the pack of lies told by the Democratic Party. DePappy also later explained that by breaking Nancy's kneecap, this is all based on a statement that he gave to the police. Okay. Right. Um, <clears throat> later explained that by breaking Nancy's kneecaps, she would then have to be wheeled into Congress, which would show other members of Congress that the, there are consequences to their actions. I mean, logical. Perhaps not reasonable, but that makes sense. Whose statement did this come from? The Pappy told the police this. Oh, he told the yeah. police this. Okay. Yeah. I have a question, though. No, nope, I'm not done yet. <laughs> the Pappy also explained generally that he wanted to use Nancy to lure another individual, uh, but didn't say who. The uh, Pappy said that he broke into the house using uh, a glass door, which was why he needed the hammer. So you can see that picture. That wasn't anybody but him. So the fact that there's glass pulled outward. Interesting. Um, yeah. <clears throat> DePappy told Pelosi, uh, he, he walked into the house and was surprised that Pelosi was awake. Uh, he told him to wake up, told Pelosi that he was looking for Nancy. Uh, Paul said she wasn't there. Paul asked how they could resolve the situation. Uh, and then DePappy stated he wanted to tie Paul Pelosi up so that he could go to sleep because he was tired from having to carry the backpack to the residence. Okay. So... <laughs> Uh, around this time, according to DePappy, he stated, uh, started taking out flex cuffs, twist cuffs, whatever, twist ties, what the fuck? Yeah. Flex cuffs. Yeah. These cops are fucking idiots. From his pocket so that he could restrain Pelosi, Pelosi moved towards another part of the house, but DePappy stopped him, and together they went back into the bedroom. I'm trying to work that out in my head. Same. Um, while talking to each other, Pelosi went to a bathroom where uh, he grabbed a phone to call 911. DePappy stated he felt like Pelosi's actions compelled him to respond. DePappy remembered thinking that there was no way the police were going to forget about the phone call. He explained that he did not leave after Pelosi's call to 911 because, much like the American founding fathers with the British, he was fighting against tyranny without the option of surrender. Uh, DePappy reiterated the sentiment elsewhere in the interview. He stated, DePappy stated that they went downstairs to the front door. The police arrived and knocked on the door, and Pelosi ran over and opened it. Pelosi grabbed onto DePappy's hammer, which was in his hand, DePappy's hand at the time. At this point in the interview, DePappy repeated that he did not plan to surrender and that he would go, quote, through Pelosi. Uh, then he pulled the hammer away from Pelosi and swung the hammer towards him. Um, yep. Okay. And that's, that's the police statement. That's the police statement. All right. Do you believe any of them? Um, no, not really, but this I don't have any evidence to the contrary. I mean, it seems like the guy's fucking uh lunatic. Which if you've sure. been to fucking Berkeley, it's mostly people like this. Yeah. Like it, for some reason for some reason people think that Berkeley is full of like nothing but leftists like you see in Congress. But in reality, they're all anarchists. Yeah. The same that you see in Portland and Seattle. Like, all the Occupy Wall Street shit back in the day. 
they weren't protesting Republicans or Democrats. Mm-hmm. They hated the banks, everything. Yeah. And this guy fits that bill. Whomever's in power at the time, and right now it's Democrats, that's the target. If it were fucking three years ago and he had done this, it would be fucking somebody else. He'd be going after Ted Cruz or something. Strange. Mm-hmm. Very, very strange. Um, yeah. However this shakes out, though, um, it'll be a conspiracy probably until he gets out of the hospital. Now, if he gets out of the hospital and he's all fucked up, you know, with a hammer to the... Mm-hmm. Didn't he get his skull fractured or something like that? That's, that's what I heard, yeah. Allegedly. So, like, if he gets out of the hospital, like Tupac, right? Let's say he's all bandaged up his head and he's got, you know, double bird in the air in a wheelchair um, with a San Francisco uh, kind of knit cap on. That would be fun. That'd be a fun thing. Um, but until then, we'll see. This is all really fucking bizarre to me yeah i mean so everything we know the the most interesting part about all this is all the weird stuff that we know about the pappy but i don't i've never seen i haven't seen anything credible to suggest that pelosi is secretly gay or that he's been doing gay shit like i don't see any evidence for that do you think he's gay i hope so i he looks like it to me yeah a little bit he looks like that dude you know who's just like oh man you know Want to have a normal life? She's out of town all the time. I can get my duck sick. My dick sucks whenever I want. I, I just it's it all seems very bizarre. Like after the events of January six, it you're it, more so than it would be harder to convince me that he's gay than it would be to convince me that they actually believe there's some threat because otherwise there's no way this shit would have happened. This is really easy to stop. Yeah, you can pay one. Security guard, fifty bucks an hour, yeah, which yeah. they can clearly afford. Oh yeah, yeah, right. And if you even if you go through a company, it's seventy five bucks an hour for an armed guard in California because I, I did that for ten years. Right, that's how much it costs seventy five bucks an hour, give or take. Yeah, for me, I just if I'm pushing my narrative, especially a week before midterms, and and that's bizarre in its own right that it happened a week before midterms. Um, I would release the footage all the way around and uh, and say. Republicans are violent as shit, right? Well, they've been saying that for a long time. Oh, I understand. But now if you have footage of uh, Paul Pelosi knocked unconscious with a fucking hammer and a dude in his underpants um, telling everybody that he's Jesus, then yeah, that would be the, that would be the best. So Maybe. Make that go viral. Do we have this guy's voting record? Because it's kind of a matter of public record. Uh, don't know. No, I haven't read it from any news outlet. Let's look in Open Secrets and see if he's ever donated any money. Yeah, because no news outlet right now um, is saying who he voted for or anything else. I'd be surprised if he's registered to vote. Yeah. Um, Was there a criminal record? No, it just seems like the type to maybe have, like, ran away at 16. You know a guy like that? Maybe. Also, this seems pretty (laughs) obvious to me. Like, it seems like they definitely knew each other ahead of time. Maybe they didn't go with each other to the home that night. Maybe they had had some encounters beforehand, and then like he was really freaking out and really mad at his wife. Let's say so, he's the same guy from let the me, DUI. Let's say let's say that Pelosi had been murdered, right? And I'm the detective investigating the case, mm-hmm. uh, and I see like I'm looking for signs of forced entry. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at <clears throat> where he was hit, from what angle, whether there's defensive wounds, which means like wounds on his arms from trying to protect himself, all this stuff. The fact that he got into the home that easily, you know, and that the situation persisted, that he was able... I mean, look, the guy's crazy. 
So, and you can't just assume what his behavior would be. Like a normal person wouldn't stand there while he went into the bathroom. Well, this guy's not a fucking normal person, is he? He's what, a crackhead. What, what level of crazy? Like, is he a crackhead or is he like an openly well, according gay to his ex-wife, he's a crackhead who does who happens to do uh, crack when he have gay sex. Well, and maybe him and Mr. Pelosi had had gay sex beforehand, and he had like had whereabout or like known information of the home and where to break into. Mm. Poppers, dude. I, I have some breaking news on him. Oh, actually, go ahead. Huge breaking news. Is it skull breaking news? Uh, well, maybe. <laughs> it, bro- it, it broke my skull a little bit. Okay, what do you got? Uh, David DePape. And this is just the state of the country we're in. Illegal immigrant. Mm-hmm. From Canada? Yeah. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking knew it. So Biden's to blame. Yes. Yeah, Biden's to blame. Wait, I've been screaming one. to build a wall on that border for a long time. The snow eat. Mexicans, dude. The snow Mexicans will get you. They're the ones we didn't beat in a war. I'm not afraid of Mexico. We already beat them in a war. The Canadians, though. So we need to we need to clip this part of the show, and, and it's uh, Pelosi attacker is an illegal immigrant. Yeah, for the name of that clip. He's, yeah. he's an illegal immigrant, man. That's really fucking funny. I'm not gonna lie. That's crazy, dude. Canada, huh? All right, that's interesting. This is going to be a fun one for a I, long time. Where did you see that? Because I, Twitter, I imagine, right? Yeah, it's all over Twitter. He grew up in British Columbia. It, it's breaking right now. Yeah, okay, great. I mean, Donald Trump Jr. tweeted it out, too. So Okay. Yeah. Well, what, what does that mean? That's not. Well, like you a, know it's real. That's not a legit right. source. DJ TJ. He's got uh, it, dude. It's, it's he's legit. Got it. he's, a, he's a fucking meme. No, guy. Yeah. I trust DJ TJ. We're good. Um, Ross is going to see it in a second. A uh, uh, local Fox reporter in Los Angeles, I think, broke the story, uh, spoke to ICE, and... DePape has been in the country illegally uh, after a long time visa overstay. So he's an anarchist, right? Like yeah. he overstays visa, didn't give a fuck. He's been a wanted man. And just, yeah. you know, was like, fuck you, I'm going to keep living here. He's a wanted man. The only problem is going to federal prison in California. Have fun. Have fun. What's crazy dude. is neither one of those people in the throuple would marry him. You know what's really crazy is that. Yeah, right? The Democratic, the Democratic Party over the past some amount of time have been consistently lobbying for open borders with no regulation and for the release of violent and mentally ill criminals Mm -hmm. without any kind of bail or time served. And this is what fucking happens. So this idea that this is some QAnon fucking thing that people are coming after the left. No, normal people aren't. They're at home fucking trying to figure out a way to defeat you by reasonable means because your ideas suck. And you know what came to fucking hit you in the head with a hammer in the middle of the night? Your ad, your ideas. Yeah. Your dumbass ideas came and hit you in the fucking face. Yeah. You stupid fuck. He deserves that hammer right to his fucking head. <laughs> Honestly, like they, of all the other fucking people who have been murdered and assaulted and robbed and all this other shit by fucking illegal immigrants or criminals who've been released without bail. Now one comes to your fucking house and you want us, what, to feel bad? Fuck you, Paul Pelosi, you cunt. And this is why we're on Patreon. This is great. Um, because we definitely would have been taken down. Oh, look, it's the fucking consequences <laughs> of my own actions. Son of a bitch. There you go, Paul. Maybe you need your own. There it is. There it is. Give him the hammer. Give him the hammer. Uh, next up, dude, this is a fucking breaking story as well. This is a crazy one. So uh, this is your fucking layer here. The uh, Department of Homeland Security uh, there was a massive leak over there, and uh, ooh, what do we got here? So, um, within this leak, they're saying the emails and documents show a close collaboration between uh, DHS uh, and the private sector. Uh, Twitter's Vijaya 
Gade, how do you, uh, the guy who got fired by Musk last week? Not going to work here anymore. Not going not gonna to work <clears throat> here anymore. Um, he met monthly with the uh, Department of Homeland Security to discuss censorship plans. Uh, woo, and they got leaked test matches here. Go to Lee Fang. Pull up this. Um, the, the guy's got a blue ha- uh, yeah. tag. Lee Fang, and he's actually got the text messages here? This is the reporter who broke it. Yeah, oh, it a, is. There's, he's released quite a bit of stuff. Actually, Elon Musk retweeted one of the things that I think this Did he really? Broke. Yeah. Or he, he published it. It was a conversation with um, one of the fucking uh, Yoel, whatever the fuck his name is, that's still at Twitter, and Elon's talking about he still supports the guy. But he was primarily responsible for all the anti-Republican shit that's happening. Oh, Twitter. yeah. I, and I read his fucking tweets. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, pop that exchange up and, uh, and read aloud, Bob. How's your mind today? You feel confident? Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm a little I sick. Can't, but I can't with this shit. Don't fuck up. Here we go, Bob. You mean to read the blue and the gray? Yeah, let's, you can use two different voices. Okay. You know? Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. And sorry I didn't ring last week. Think you were in the calls this week. Just trying to get us in a place where Fed can work with platforms to better understand the miss slash diss trends so relevant agencies can try to pre-bunk slash debunk as useful. Not our mission, but was looking to play a coord role. Uh, so not every D slash A uh, is independently reaching out to platforms, which could cause a lot of chaos. Wait, who's speaking and to whom? Uh, this person with the blue seems like the government. Okay. Yes. Well, at least they're not using. Uh, the no, I'm sorry. This is a this is a Microsoft exec who texted uh, DHS. Um, yeah. So DHS is in the gray. That was the uh, Microsoft exec. Yeah. Look at the language that they're using. Yep. Go ahead and, and read the uh, DHS. At, le- at least that. it's not. Uh, at least they're not. You. I mean, it's Microsoft and they're using an iPhone. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> to be honest. Well, they it's don't even blue. have. Microsoft doesn't have phone hardware anymore, do they? I don't think so. But yeah. They're not exactly on speaking terms. <laughs> uh, this is the Fed guy. Was on the call. Coordination's greatly appreciated. Was disappointed that platforms, including us, didn't offer more. We'll get there. And sector leadership had zero questions. We'll wait, get- Microsoft. No, this is- That's Microsoft? Okay. My, yeah. Wait, what platforms does Microsoft censor? Like Microsoft Word, I can't type the N word in Microsoft Word. Probably anymore. not. Dude. Like, how am I going to write my biography? Probably not. Yeah, I know. That, that's the title of your yeah, biography. It's it's just seven N words. Yeah. Page one. Things I yelled in Iraq. It's seven N words, and they start big and get really small as they go towards the bottom of the page. That's the name of my fucking autobiography. Uh, read the rest of this, Bob. Uh, we'll get there, and that kind of leadership really helps. Platforms have got to get more comfortable with government. It's really interesting how hesitant they remain. Again, Microsoft included. Yeah, it's really interesting how uh, social media platforms might be hesitant to let the government control them. Mm-hmm. Why? Dude, you can trust the government. When, when is, answer me this, and I mean this, this is not even a rhetorical question. When's the government ever fucked anybody over? <laughs> Never, dude. You know what? Never. I mean, I can't think of a I, not single one time. instance. Not one like, I can't think of an instance time. where... Uh, like the Alien and Sedition Act, for example, or rounding up all the Japanese people. And a lot of people that weren't Japanese, by the way, but they kind of looked like a Japanese and put them into fucking camps in World War II. Or, yeah, you know, so This whole, is happening in, in 2020 as well on the state level, uh, not just the federal level as, as far as uh, social media is concerned. Um, I still don't understand what platform is being referred to here. What what platform does Microsoft patrol? Uh, not sure what they what they patrol, but like uh, Xbox. Um, so obviously, this might include even like stuff like email. 
uh, stuff like that. Outlook, maybe. So you, now you're talking about the difference between public posts on a private company's website and then encrypted personal emails being sent. Yeah. Right? And that, that's why I'm asking because there's a also, big divide between those two. Do posts. they also still run Messenger? What's the Messenger app they had? Oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. No I, I think they do. Um, they probably but again, stuff too. Messenger's right. mo- platform and Messenger are not the same thing. 100%. Kids, we got some sponsors who put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, our title sponsor, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. We got a huge live show on November 8th for the midterms. It'll be a lengthy one. It'll be at night. You'll probably be in the comfort of your own home. Feel free to turn on the old YouTube over there and watch the midterms live with us, baby, from a ghost bed. Um, Pop that bitch up. 40% off if you get the adjustable base and the mattress combined together. And uh, it's got a remote control. You can pop it up in a TV mode, book mode. And watch a little drinking bros, dude, get wasted that night. I just moved in a shit ton of seltzer into the office. So we're really going for it next week, kids. Um, but uh, feel free to, to, to get that and uh, roll it all the way up, that remote control, and uh, you're good to go. Watch the world burn with us. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I got my thoughts, obviously, but uh, we'll see. Either way, might as well do it in comfort. Uh, now... If you're just saying, Ross, hey, man, I just need a mattress. That's all I need. Great. 30% off, and they're giving you two free luxury pillows at this point. Best in the biz over at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Uh, also, 30% off with the promo code drinking bros at checkout on everything in the store. So if you want the sheets, uh, the adjustable base on its own, or or the cover, or the mat, whatever you can think of. Fill it all the way up to the top, and uh, uh, you can get 30% off with the promo code drinking bros at checkout. Now, when you check out, you're going to see a 60-month pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit there at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. You check that box, and all the deals that I mentioned are applicable with that. And you can get a brand new bedroom set for about 25 bucks a month. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Next up, we got fitbod.me slash drinking bros. That is fitbod.me slash drinking bros. Time to get in shape, you fucking losers. Uh, I am as well. All of us are trying to get in shape. Um, And I feel like. We're just kind of walking around, figuring it out with all these complicated, expensive fucking bullshit of like, oh man, if I go into this thing, I'm not going to say the company here in Austin, but uh, they sent me a text today. I'm like, hey, we'd love to have you back. It's only like fucking $400 a session. You're like, bro, I'm all done with your bullshit. Uh, Instead, you can build a workout routine um, that won't take hours of research. Also, to keep things challenging, and uh, and it's it, it, it you don't have to buy as much fucking gear. Let's face it, everybody's buying their fucking gear right now. The FitBod app creates a workout routine that adapts uh, as you improve and uses the equipment you already have. So you don't have to fucking go buy new shit with this. All right, you can just reach the next level without burning through all your free time and cash. Uh, getting started and sticking to the program. Uh, are two of the biggest obstacles 
of uh, of exercising, but now you can easily create a dynamic routine personalized to your equipment and goals with the FitBod app. Um, so for me, what I do, dude, on this fucking thing is I'll set like little timers on it and uh, and kind of monitor everything that I do with it. It's super easy. I can also listen to music and it'll just kind of ding in the background. It rocks. Uh, and so you can put your goals in, whatever you're setting, what kind of progress. Um, and, and, you know, as far as FitBob keeping you motivated and all that shit, it's easy when you, when you just keep track of it. You're able to look at the numbers every single day on there. So all you do is you just add your equipment, pick a fitness goal, and FitBod will create a routine for you. So whether you've been missing gym time or you've hit a plateau, a fresh start has never been easier. The app switches up your exercises to avoid overtraining or burnouts, and your program changes based on your personal progress for maximized results. A full year of FitBod is less than the cost of a single session with a personal trainer. That's right. One full year is cheaper than one session with a personal trainer. That's exactly what I was talking about earlier. So join FitBod today and build a routine that grows uh, with you without slimming down your wallet. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app free at our link in the description below or go to fitbod.me slash drinking bros. Again, that's the link in the description uh, in the show itself. Uh, or type in F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash drinking bros today. Go to fitbod.me slash drinking bros. Last but not least, we got mybookie.com, promo code drinking bros. Double in that deposit all the way up to a thousand dollars. All right, we got college football full swing, automatic NFL full swing, automatic betting all those fucking games. Uh, and then I bet the fights on on uh, on Saturday night as well. Full disclosure, obviously, we host a sports show, we make the picks uh, every week. I got killed in the morning. Ohio State's came back and saved me, and I was betting the shit out of those live lines on there, which are juicy. Juicy on there on uh, mybookie.com, and I made a monster comeback. And in all the night, night games, I was undefeated. Uh, hit two different parlays, and I, you want to talk about some junky shit. I put Jake Paul in a four team parlay, and it let me do it. And uh, shout out to Jake Paul for wanting me some more money, man. I'm six and oh betting on that fucking kid. It's been awesome. Uh, get off the couch and get into the action. Turn your uh, love of any sports into your new side hustle at mybookie.com. Use promo code Bros to double your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. Tonight's game, Bob, who do we got? It's the Browns against Cincinnati, right? Yeah. Uh, what's the spread on that one? I'll pick this live on air. Who gives a shit? Um, what's the spread on? Uh, it's got to be Cincy, right? But it's at Cleveland. It is. I know it's at Cleveland tonight. I'll, I'll, I've been on fire. Every time my bookies had a had a read yep. during one of these shows, I don't think that I've missed. Uh, I know a, I've missed. I missed one. Cincinnati's a three point favorite. That's it. Hey man, it's the NFL. Come on. Oh, that's right. Jamar Chase is out. Jamar Chase is out. Um, eh. I'll say this. I don't care. I'm taking Cincinnati tonight to win. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a little cooler tonight. It's Halloween. Anything can happen there. But I'll take Cincy minus three. Let's go. I believe in Burrow. 
I believe in fucking Burrow, and I think they're trying to trade Kareem Hunt, so I'm not sure if he'll play tonight. Um, there's a couple teams that are interested. Uh, Dear Buffalo, go ahead and make that trade. Brother, I want to see you guys win a Super Bowl, but in the meantime, I will bet Cincinnati minus three on mybookie.com tonight. And if you're new to the site, use that promo code Drinking Bros. It'll double your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. So if you put two hunch in, you get two hunch back. Put a grand in, you're going to get 2000 back, and that's great. Um, but they won't let you go past that, all right? You little fucking junkie, I see you. I see you out there. Uh, another one of these says DHS plans to target inaccurate uh, information on the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic uh, and the efficacy, efficacy. efficacy of COVID-19 <laughs> vaccines, racial justice, uh, the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, and the nature of the U.S. support to the Ukraine. Fun, huh? So this is this is the. There have already been. Uh, there have been three lawsuits that I'm aware of, and uh, related to FOIA requests made to the Pentagon, to Department of Homeland Security, to the White House, to the NSA, to the CIA, and a couple of other organizations for every piece of communication between any of those organizations and Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, you know, whatever Meta, yeah, or uh, Alphabet, Google, YouTube, any of that shit, yeah, like, all of it. Like they, these. Claims have been filed now, and the claims have been ignored, mm-hmm. and now there are lawsuits that have been filed as well. Yeah. And that's how we've been getting some of this information. Uh, some of the other information says that uh, Facebook built an entire user experience for the government to request takedowns of misinformation, uh, and they also sent a screenshot of how they were going to do it uh, as far as end-to-end workflow goes, and it's a nice little uh, pie chart of, of Facebook's process. I want a cream they sent along. What about a cream pie chart? Is that a thing? Great, dude. Cream pie chart. Can somebody, would be awesome. Joel, can you mock me up a cream pie chart? Yeah. Just where he kind of puts it's a dick in the middle of the pie. Yeah. That's kind of how we do that here. What are you tracking? Are you tracking load ability to keep it in like a, a well uh, no i mean that's out? like that you're you're talking about different categories now right well it's all part of the pie no that would be more like a venn diagram i think a three-dimensional venn diagram a, a venn cream pie yeah diagram. a venn diagram let's get a let's get a little man named ben in here with a hammer and kind of fill him <clears> up uh the lastly here it says a uh, dhs also held meetings with uh the fbi twitter facebook wikipedia uh, and J.P. Morgan about censorship operations. Why Wikipedia? I really need to understand what Microsoft is doing here. Like, I, I understand Google and YouTube, right? So, you know those little messages you see when you Google Hunter Biden laptop? It goes, oh, things are developing quickly, so we're censoring whatever the fuck, some of the results. Um, or, <clears throat> obviously, YouTube censors the fuck out of us and everybody else all the time. And meta facebook uh and instagram and twitter those have all been really obvious what the fuck is microsoft specifically doing what platform do they manage that they are having direct conversations with the fucking department of homeland security because the only platform i'm aware of that microsoft is in charge of is outlook in the calendar system right okay which means they're looking into your private information not public posts yeah but your private information now this is a violation of the fucking everything this is a legal search and seizure by the government right there. That's evidence of that if they're talking about the email platform. And then uh, Lee Fang also went on to say in this article, Facebook and Twitter created special portals for the government to rapidly request takedowns of content. The portals along with NGO, do you know what that means? 
non-governmental organization. Okay. Uh, partners used to censor a wide range of contents, including obvious parody accounts uh, and content disagreeing with government pandemic policies. Um, so the parody accounts, I'm assuming, are Babylon B and those guys. Mm-hmm. Now, what did Elon Musk retweet here from this? What did he post? Um, he posted uh, internal conversation from Twitter between Yoel, whatever the fuck his name is, and somebody else. I don't know who the other party was. Why does Yoel still have a job then? That's a good question. Elon Musk said yesterday, I I was following the tweet chain because he posted something about it and everybody was like, fuck this guy. They're they're posting all of his old tweets. Like this guy's a piece of shit that's fucking abused his power the entire time he's been at Twitter, which is all true. Yeah. And Elon said that he trusts and has faith, that he's a good man and he trusts and has faith in him. Here's why, my opinion, right? Okay. This is a speculation, but... The whole, the whole, sh- the whole show is today, sure. and I'm fine with it. Yeah, but th- this is informed, reasonable speculation. This Yoel guy is the one that probably, when he saw the ship sinking, mm-hmm. saved everything so he could show it to fucking Elon like the rat cunt he is. And Elon is giving him his job and letting him keep his job and reputation. Oh. Like, there's no, there's nothing else that makes sense. I like it. Right? You're, you're Every, absolutely right. Everybody else got fired yep. that was involved in this shit, except for this one little wormy piece of shit, right? And then not even, not only is he keeping his job, but Elon's defending him in public, which means he's the fucking rat. He's the guy. So all you guys that lost your job, all you guys that are going to get fucking sued and maybe go to prison. <laughs> all you government people that are going to get fucking sued. You can thank Yoel for that. He might not make it through the end of the week. Wow, dude. Uh, this is wild. Um, funny. Uh, celebrities are starting to leave Twitter uh, as we speak. NBC no. is reporting. Oh, no. W- what will we do without Taya Leone, <laughs> Shonda Rhimes, Alex Winter? Who the fuck is Shonda Rhimes? So Shonda Rhimes is one of the biggest creators uh, of all time. She uh, just signed, Oh, she uh, made Grey's Anatomy. Correct. Yeah, she signed right. a $140 yeah, yeah. million dollar deal with Netflix. Uh, she also did Bridgerton, which is a pretty big hit for those guys as well. Um, she's good, uh, but not that I give a fuck about her being on Twitter. Taya Leone, look, always been a smoke show. She got boned in that whole relationship with Duchovny. Um, he, uh, he alleged he was addicted to pornography, and, uh, and she had to step out. Taya Leone has always been hot, and that saddens me. Okay, Whenever hot people get mad or frustrated... That saddens me. So that one saddened me. Um, so now NBC News, when you, when you post a, a top four here and you say celebrity, if I mention the name Alex Winter to you, do you know who that is? Alex Winter is uh, Bill from Bill and Ted. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, didn't, I wouldn't know that off the top of my head. If I saw a pick, like now that I see his pick, I'm like, oh, all right, that's Bill from Bill and Ted. Mm. Uh, Sarah Bareilles. Do you know her? No. She's a singer. Um, what's her biggest hit, Bob? What do we got out of, out of Sarah? I'm not going to write you a love song. Fuck you, dude. Yeah. Never. Damn it. That's never. pretty good. Damn I never, it. never heard Thank that. Thank you. I'm not going to write you a love song. Because you yeah. asked for it. Because I need one. Oh, that's great, man. Now we're getting somewhere. Halloween, baby. Um, these are your top four celebrities here that are leaving. Oh, well, the, the one that I found the funniest was uh, on that Elon Musk tweet about uh, uh, Pelosi being gay and all that stuff. Mm. Um, Jimmy Kimmel wrote on there, he goes, uh, well, it's great, great to see you from the electric car guy to being a holy form piece of shit. I was like, you're Jimmy Kimmel, though. Like, what are you taking a moral 
fucking high ground. Like, what do you, what's, he's been in blackface multiple times in his career, and he, he hosts a show called The Man Show with Jugs. Just be who you are. I liked all of those things that I just mentioned. I loved all of that. I don't like the new uh, thing that, you know, you had a heart attack. Oh, and, and you know what? Kid he, was sick or whatever. Know, like, you know what the new problematic thing Jimmy Kimmel did? What was that? People are turning on it. Uh, his bit about saying uh, the parents being like, oh, I ate your Halloween candy and just making kids cry for entertainment. Oh, that's right. <laughs> He's getting sh- like that. They, 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 I've seen a lot of people shitting on that on the internet lately being like, oh, yeah, it's real funny to, to cause your kids trauma. That's oh, great. Yeah, dude. it is. It is hilarious. It's fucking funny. It funny. funny. Yeah. Kids are stupid and they're easy to trick. So yeah. why the fuck would you not? And if you're going to do it, just don't videotape it. I mean, it's no, pretty do, fucking video, obvious. Videotape it. Okay. Pretty fucking obvious um man dude yeah this is uh shit's going fucking bug fuck today on the positive side um we've had this ongoing joke in the show on this and ross patterson revolution for i don't know two years how long you been here delco two years two years october uh 2020 oh congratulations um the joke is this he will gamble on the worst fucking teams in america but won't buy lottery tickets which is essentially what that is right Unless the jackpot hits a billion dollars with a B. Today, the jackpot is up to one billion dollars. Did you buy tickets? I'm feeling lucky today, obviously. <laughs> Did you really buy tickets today? I'm about I've got them. I will. Yeah, I've got them. I will. It's at a, bi- a billion, a billion, a billion dollars. I'm in. What's the final total right now, Bob? Do we have it? Is it just a bill straight up? A billion, or is it? Is it? Is it more? One point two five. It's estimated. Uh, just that, yeah, at a billion right now. I think. At a billion, let's go, dude. Let's fucking go. I already bought tickets this morning. Uh, I'm ready to rock. I'm, re- I'm ready for that billion, dude. I feel confident about it today. You know, you know, every you do get that little feeling. You're like, what if it does happen? Yeah. yeah. What if it does happen? You know? Yeah. God damn it! Be great. Be great. I still fucking do this job though uh just, take a little break a little time you're off. fucking insane i would know i like well, I, you've got to have something to do no you I, don't. dan and i talked about this last time and uh and the more and more people i've chatted with since that conversation a few months ago everybody said the same thing if you don't have something to do you're just kind of fucking yeah. bored forever you, you go to italy you go to greece you do all you just I, travel i know i understand that but no, like, no 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 you it, it's not an leisure is not enough you, you have to look at the data on this, and it's a big problem with men especially. Yes. So men who retire at yep. 55 or younger are 89% more likely to die within 10 years than those who, re- those who retire at 65. Fine. Yeah, right. I pick yeah. up hobbies. I become Le- like a sailor or some no. shit. Leave no. my family. Leave them a big pile of cash. Even, and then I even, just go on the run. Even just go the, on the biggest raging burner like I could ever handle. You have to be solving problems. So if you're creating problems for yourself there and you're solving them, then that would work. I'm Slurp McKenzie. I'm but, partying till I can't party anymore. But even though you will die quickly then. Yeah, then you'll, you'll then die. E- even the difference between 65 years old and 62 years old is a 20% increase in, in death within 10 years. Right? It, and you, the, the numbers are the same. So when... Uh, couple is married 
and they're both 60 years old or older and the woman dies, the mm-hmm. man dies within five years, typically. Oh, I, right? I think it's higher in under a year. Like you take my, so both, let's take both my grandparents, right? My great grandparents were 88 years old, respectively. Um, when the first one died, the other one died within a year. That was my great, great grandparents. Now my grandparents, same exact thing. They were married for 50 plus mm-hmm. years. Uh, grandma died first. Grandfather died within a year. Uh, there is a stat on that, Bob. It's something crazy too. It's like seventy percent. Well, this, this is like a forty-year study for the work thing. I'm yeah, not, I'm not entirely sure. Let's see. Um, yeah, work-wise, a lot of people. He's. This is a University of Wisconsin one. He's so, true. Like this is um, this is correct. There's an eighteen percent increase in all call all cause mortality for men whose wives died first. For women, the risk is quite a bit less, sixteen percent. Yeah. So you got to keep doing something. Yeah, you have the, like the this, fun the, shit to like this work is the, towards. This is the problem with veteran suicide, in my opinion. Right? It's that dudes get out and are like, finally, I can relax. But your body's not built to fucking relax. You've mm. been a fucking hard charging alpha for twenty years, and if you put the brakes on now, you're fucked. Yeah, like your entire body is made to do this. And in the same way that your muscles will atrophy without exercise, your soul will atrophy without a purpose in life. Yeah. Right. That's how it's just how it works. You got to do something. I have a purpose. So roll bums in the park or something. You yeah, have dude. A fucking, fuck you, bums. You've got to have a job, even if it doesn't pay anything. You don't need right? a job. So guy, well, even if it doesn't pay anything. So dude, but fucking bums. Do, like it's no, no, just do charity work or that is. Charity. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it can in be. Way, yeah. 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 But just, but get, like, give them a hundo. You have to do something. You have to do something. You have to have your brain needs problems to solve. Otherwise, it gets bored and you become a drunk piece of shit. Do you know the most depressed people we talk to, like interview-wise? I mean, Rich people. Uh, it's, it's athletes. Most F- a- like ex-athletes who are fucking super rich have nothing to do and they just get bombed all day and do like celebrity Because they never developed any type of personality. I, I get it. But they have endless money. They hate themselves. And they don't know what to fucking do with their lives now at 35 years old. It's because the biological purpose of masculinity is to provide and protect. And like any other creature, if you're not doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing with your life, you will become depressed. Right? Yeah. Like you don't have the right chemical balance in your brain if you're not exercising the right way, if you're not whatever it is that you want to do. Like take like whatever whatever it is. It makes you angry or really happy. You should deal with those two things. Yeah. Right. You should do the thing that makes you happy as a as a source of stress release, and you should solve the problems that make you angry as a source of defining your purpose in life. If you don't do those things, you will die earlier than you need to. Yeah, I, I agree. So I go up to a fucking mountain like Batman and just like become a like a warrior <laughs> or some shit. Like I, I just go up to like I, I just I go to tenth planet and become a black belt. Okay. And then what? We, hey, we know, we know plenty of those people. Are they happy? No. Yeah. No, nah, I haven't met one of them. Who was laughing? Was that you, Giorgio? Because you know those motherfuckers. The, the doing is the happiness. Whenever you stop to ask yourself if you're happy, of course you're not happy because you're not doing. You're asking. You're talking. Yeah. Should be staying hard. Yeah, on the hard. hill, getting ready for Charlie. Got to stay hard, dude. Yeah, I hard. suppose, but stay hard know, as fuck. Even even the train, like, uh, as Danny McBride w- uh, enjoyed saying, "I don't want to be the best at working out." You know what I mean? Yeah. The men need to compete. Well, that's a competition. Whether, yeah, sure. 
in a way, right? Like you, Mario Lopez has got to figure it out. You wonder why people like that and Rob Lowe stay so young because Rob Lowe is constantly challenging himself yep. to do other stuff. Like Rob Lowe, you're rich. Why are you still? Everybody always asks, man, this guy is so wealthy. Why is he still working? Why is he still acting? Why is he still working out so hard? Just go fucking live your life. He is living his life. Yeah, a lot better than you are. You fat fuck. Yeah, not you personally, but I was looking at you when I said sure, it. Sure, you were. Here, you if were. you need this. Yeah, uh, I don't feel fat, so you know, I feel fine. Um, <clears throat> there's another weird story that popped up here, and I didn't know this was on the table for the Supreme Court, but uh, they are looking at the future of affirmative action mm-hmm. right now in higher education. Uh, it's on the table, and they're hearing arguments uh, and challenges to policies at University of North Carolina, uh, Harvard, um, that consider race among many factors evaluating applications for uh, admission. Now, as far as I heard about Harvard, this was Asian, right? This was all Asian. Um, and it was over a leaked email where one of the uh, admins from Harvard had said, God, I forget the phrase. There was a difference in no, the way that... They, no, no yellow? Uh, no, that's uh, Hunter Biden. Mm. Uh, there's, a, there's a phrase that they use to describe two different types of Asian parents. and uh, Tiger mom? Yes, that's what it was. It's probably one? Yeah. Uh, and, they, and they were saying, look... <clears throat> It's fine to, to take the Asians, but don't take them the ones with the tiger moms or else they're not going to be social. Yeah. And that's the last thing we need here is these fucking people leaving Harvard and they can't talk to anybody um, because obviously everybody wants to brag that they're from Harvard. North Carolina, I didn't hear about, um, but I know this happened at, uh, at University of Georgia. So we used to have this uh, uh, thing in Georgia called the Hope Scholarship back in the day. It ended up, uh, I think they ended it if I'm not mistaken. But what it did essentially was uh, uh, if you were of a different race, you could apply uh, and get ahead of uh, these different colleges and things like that, and you would have a better shot at it. Sure. Um, now, how this uh, – how it was University of Georgia. Um, that Georgia Tech was in there and a couple other state-owned schools, Georgia State. Um, now, when it changed was there was a white girl who checked off uh, black on her application. She shows up at Georgia – and they said, oh, sorry, we thought you were a black person. She mm. was like, oh, I must have checked the wrong box or whatever. Uh, what's wrong with it? And they were like, well, you can't come to school here. So they threw her out. Her dad sued, and she ended up winning a shit ton of money. Yeah, why her. is this a problem? You can identify as any race that you choose. Now you can. But this was maybe 10 years ago, 12 years ago when this happened. Um, but with that, people are asking, like Crowder and all these guys here, uh, should affirmative action still be a thing? I wanted to get your opinion on it. Well, it never should have been a thing in the first place, right? All right. I mean, think about the implication of affirmative action. You're saying that because not enough people from a certain group are represented here, then we're going to disallow other people. That's just racism with more steps, isn't it? Yeah. Um, point out to me the people, for example, where are all the fucking... Uh, black quarterbacks who've been told they can't play quarterback over the years because NFL teams want to win. They don't give a fuck about anything else. They don't care if you fucking beat your wife. They don't care if you do drugs. They don't care if you do steroids. They don't care about any murder. They don't care about murder. As long as you can win on the field, they'll figure out a way to make it work. You can get hand jobs for 300 women, right? You can Harvey Weinstein women and get the biggest contract in NFL history. And you're telling me that people, no, people care about what they care about and the NFL cares about winning. The universities care about whatever the fuck. So, uh, no, are you, should, you're, the question you're asking is, should 
organizations, public or private, be allowed to discriminate based on race if the results are something that they consider positive? No. That's just the inverse of what we dealt with for fucking two, three, four hundred years before that. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. And it doesn't solve the problem either. All it does is create resentment. It doesn't solve the issue. The issue is getting people of disparate cultures to talk to one another and find common ground. That's what you do. And the way to do that is to uh, uh, have uh, uh, or put, put focus on that and not pit them against each other. Mm-hmm. So this idea that these public institutions are trying to get people to come together is obviously untrue because that's not what they're doing. They're trying to pit them against each other. Yeah. Um, the stranger thing about all of this, uh, let's see here, because this is happening in real time. They're actually doing this today, apparently, and there, there might be a decision this afternoon. Uh, says Gorsuch and uh, Alito are basically accusing UNC of using a quota system. Yes. Uh, what does that mean? Quota meaning we have to have X percent of this group, X percent of this group, X percent of that group. By race? Yep. Okay, gotcha. By race, by gender, by nationality even. Okay. Um, <clears throat> That's wild, man. Yeah, somebody, uh, who is it? Some drunk dude in the chat here is talking about, I assume you're talking about Dusty Baker, saying he was well, ashamed we're gonna of baseball. Well, move, we're going to move to that next, yeah. I mean... He's ashamed of baseball because there are no black players in the World Series. Well, there are no American black players in the World Series, but Jordan Alvarez, is his ancestors are from Africa. Yep. 100%, dude. Have you seen his fucking face? Yeah. Just that was because the whole he's, thing, though. They were just saying there's not American-born black players, uh, so it's just like a disappointment with... Our society. He said he was ashamed of baseball, right? Baseball itself. As if the organization or the institution of baseball is somehow boxing dudes out from being able to play. That's not true because they care what about fucking winning. That's it. That's it. That's it. All they care about is fucking winning. And when Get I the hear fuck this bullshit here, about man. Dusty Baker in particular, you can fuck right off with that. There hasn't been a white guy in the NBA for fifty fucking years. Uh, and then the ones that are there are the best of the best. Well, it is to about be, talent. To be fair, Clay, Steph and Clay are both pretty light-skinned. They're light-skinned, sure. Also, but, but what, what are we supposed to say, but like based on everything of like, to Dusty Baker's thing, uh, the best NBA player is white currently, right? Oh, what, Jokic? Yeah, he's won the last two MVPs. Mm. Back-to-back MVPs. Um, should we be on the hunt for white people? Because that's what Major League Baseball did five years ago when they hired a whole goddamn team to, to do a study of why there isn't enough black people playing Major League Baseball. I can, I can solve the riddle for you. It's just not that sexy of a game anymore. If you're black and you have the opportunity to play football, that's the highest ratings there is. And then the NBA, even that's second right there, and they pay more fucking money. Now, if you're out there and you're like, eh, who is taking over baseball? It's the Dominicans. White people are leaving too right now. And the uh, Dominican, so, 80% of Dominicans have at least some African lineage. Right. Well, not only that, but they're, they're the best there is. Guess what? If the Braves could win the World Series every fucking year, line it up. Let's put every fucking Dominican we could possibly get in the goddamn yeah, we, lineup we, so we, I can win a title. Yeah, we kind of did that. It's also, yeah, you weren't there for it. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's also, it just, that just annoys me because like, it's the most diverse professional sporting league maybe on earth definitely in the united states a hundred percent um and then you like, guys have like otani who were coming over and those guys where you're just like yeah dude the least the, the least diverse is the nhl and a close second is, is the, the nba or uh, nba yeah. yeah yeah the nba is fairly yeah, it's diverse, getting diverse more diverse golf's pretty yeah. diverse right internationally they're all for different countries so it's it's golf's a tough one where it's like right 
Uh, yeah. yeah, there's plenty of Hispanics and Asians. Yeah, there's a ton, and and they're all good. So it's just kind of it's the best of the best. So whenever I hear this bullshit about sports in particular and race, it is the best. The owners want to win. The fans, us, we want to fucking win, dude. To be like, fair, the Phillies are pretty white. Are they? Yeah, they got a lot of honks on that team. Uh, Harper Cassianos is. I don't. I don't know what Castellanos is. I don't know what kind That's of Italian. Yeah, it sounds Italian. But Kyle, Americano. Brandon Mars, Kyle Schwerber, Bryson Stott, Alec Bohm, Reese Hoskins. You got to go to the bullpen. Those are all crackers. Yeah, you got to go to the uh, bullpen. For Gene them. Segura is uh, from the Dominican. J- JT Real Muto. Real Muto is uh, Hispanic, but he's from Oklahoma. Have you heard him talk? Yeah. If if there's if he ever murders somebody or anything. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Bernthal's going to be able to play him in a fucking movie. He's a handsome man. Yeah, he's he looks he and John Bernthal look exactly alike to me. Do you oh, know really? uh, Bernthal's playing fucking uh, what's his face? Uh, oh yeah, no, Aaron no, Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. In the movie. <laughs> oh, he does. He does kind of look. Shut like the that, fuck yeah. up. That's awesome. Is he going to do a, a bunch one. of gay shit? It should be just like fucking prison gay sex yeah, the whole time. Yeah, that's fucking rad. When when did that drop? I didn't hear that. He plays a really good crazy guy. Oh, like a week or two. He's ago? a fucking rad actor. Yeah. Um, he you, popped off off of uh, Wolf of Wall Street. You got to watch uh, real ones. Oh, I do, uh, especially so with uh, the Rich, one with Richard Cabral, the latest one. Okay, the, so Richard Cabral is. Oh, a, he's on the Mayans. Yeah, yeah, he's an actor from Mayans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he tells a story of like growing up in the gangs and shit. Now his parents abandoned him when he was two, and just about the decision process he made as a child to get involved in it and shit. Look, we're all responsible for our own behavior ultimately and the guy did eventually turn himself around after spending some time in jail for shooting somebody but yeah uh you know it's a it's a really good look into the mind of somebody who was born in a fucked up situation and why they did the things they did and what they were feeling when they did it i think it's important to understand because you can't really solve problems unless you can fucking identify them right Right, and if you're out there and you think that, uh, you know, people should just suck it up and whatever the fuck, maybe watch interviews like that. It's uh, it's really good. That the the one he did with Shia LaBeouf is one of the best yeah. podcasts I've ever listened. He to. He did a great one with Tyler Gray too. Oh, did I haven't yeah. listened to Tyler's yet? Yeah. Um, but I listened to the one with Shia LaBeouf and it was fucking incredible. And it was just a few weeks ago. Um, it was really, really goddamn good. I'm a I'm a big fan of that guy. Um, did you know there was a Wonder Man? what wonder woman and then there's a wonder man uh no i did i I didn't either has anybody heard of this you guys are comic book guys uh i mean i watched the movies this is a marvel thing though not so wonder woman is dc wonder man is some marvel character i mean there's like eight fucking billion are you sure it's not wonder man and it's like wonder bread uh it's a cracker like super white dude (laughs) and they kept calling him white bread but he needed a tougher name because for a superhero name maybe I don't think anything is uh, true oh, that I just said. Yeah. People are bitching right now. I guess the guy was white and they cast a black actor there. Look, here's a quick pro tip for all you guys. Hollywood's going to cast all black people. That's it. Yeah, you're never going to see a white guy in a leading role again. And honestly, though, if you're going to do that, if you're like, you want more representation and you're going to cast a black guy in a white role, do it for Wonder Man. Because I've never fucking heard of it. So I don't care. I have no attachment to that character. Right? Like if you reboot Iron Man and you have a new Tony Stark and now you're making him, you know, a fucking black guy, like that's kind of annoying. But Wonder Man, I, what? That's the one it should be. Yeah. If you're going to do it. Make him like half man, half elephant. He's, uh, 
gender neutral, right? That's where we're going. Big ass dick. Yeah, huge dick. But never, it's always out and he never will respond to comments about it. Nope. People are like, dude, can you put your dick away? He goes, don't worry about that. We've got work to do. Yeah, I've got to save somebody. There's, there's a car robbery going on right now. The carjacking I need to get to. So, yeah, dude. I, yeah, don't be shocked. I love, there's a couple of people I love. <laughs> you, friends of ours. I love actor-wise to get on this show who are white and just be like, how is it right now? And they'll be like, yo, what the fuck, bro? Yeah, maybe that's one of Burnt. I don't know who's going to have the balls to go on Burnthal and say that. <laughs> to be I, man, I got a good one. I mean, good. I, I got a, one. No, no, no. He's a friend not. of friend of ours. I I got a good one because he's up for big shit and like, yeah, I got a good one. If he, there's no way he'd do it though. But uh, he hit me up and was just like, bro, you're not gonna fucking believe. It. And I was like, no, no, no. It all it all checks out. Everything that I'm watching right now is is that's it. Um, white people don't exist. What about affirmative action for movies? Can we reverse it? And, and do that now or no? I want to do. Um, <clears throat> I want to do a white Wakanda. <laughs> I really want to talk to some black people about this whole Wakanda thing because it seems swapping it up. It, no, it seems extremely demeaning. This idea, right? So it has been for whatever reason Africa that has trailed the world, uh-huh. right, for a thousand fucking years, and. There's a comic about how, and people fucking buy into it as if it's reality, that actually there's a civilization there that's the most advanced. They just don't want you to have their advanced technology. That seems really pathetic to me. Yeah. Yeah. From the continent that created math (laughs) and specific types of math that are super important to what we do today. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of technology before a thousand years ago came from Africa. And... Uh, uh, not so much lately. And it's just weird to me. I don't know how to explain it. It's like, <laughs> it's like if we made a superhero that was a white dude that's really good at basketball or something. Sure. And we made a movie about a great white basketball player. Yeah. yeah. That's just like, he's, he, he didn't like to say anything about it, but it turns out he was the best of all time. I like where you're going, Dan. Like, I like get I like, the yeah. fuck out of here. I know. That's so cringe. I, this will kind of, I love the movies, by the way. They're great movies. Same. But it's cringy as fuck. It's Pistol Pete in space. Yeah. <sighs> It'd be great. Was, oh, but is he the greatest honk of all time in, in uh, NBA? Larry no. Bird. Uh, Pete, Pete Maravich and Larry Bird are the two best. Not Jerry West? No. It's Larry Bird. Jerry West was shooting jump, uh, open jump shots. All right. Uh, Pete Maravich is the best, probably one of the best ball handlers of all time. And if not I mean, the yeah. Best. And the pa- best passer. Yeah. He comes well, up playing cyber thing. street ball yeah. in the alleys I'm not, in the gutter. I, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure how to compare him to like, Ky- like Kyrie Irving in the modern game has been the best ball handler, and I don't think it's even close. But right. Pete, Pete Maravich, when white people were still relevant in basketball, was the best. But Larry got buckets. Yeah, Larry yeah, was did. a great – he was he, he played all parts of the, the game. He was the funnest He was watch. a great defender. Uh, by all accounts, in the, in the era of the best trash talking ever, everybody says he was the best. The Even best. Jordan says he was yep. the best trash yep. talker. Yep. And uh, if he didn't have those back issues, fuck, man. He could have played like Steph and those guys forever because mm. he was just – it was just threes. Yep. He was just draining threes. Yep. Um, <clears throat> happy Halloween. Who do we got here in the studio, D'Anthony, today? Oh, she's gone. Oh, she left already? Yeah, she had to go pick some stuff up for the event tomorrow. Whoa, uh, is that why she's in town? Yep. It's Lauren Manley. She's running it, yeah. All right, well, fucking A, dude. Fuck off, Lauren. Yep. 
She was right over there. And I was like, hey, we'll bring you on at the end of the show for Drinking Bro of the Week. Uh, we'll give it to her anyways. Yeah. Um, what's she in town for? Uh, so Ben Kesling is a former Marine writer for the uh, for uh, what do you call it? Names and newspapers. Washington Post? Nope. New York Times? Nope. Wall Street Journal? Yes. Okay. Writer for the Wall Street Journal. So our dear friend, uh, Sarah Verardo, who runs uh, the Independence Fund and uh, Save Our Allies, you, uh, she works with Tim Kennedy and Nick Palmasciano. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> her husband, the, the way she got involved in all this stuff in the first place, her husband was in, um, I don't remember which battalion it was, but it was Bravo Company. I think it was 2508, something like that. Um, to a deployment of Afghanistan, and they had a particularly rough time. Um, some people got fucked up, some people died, some people killed themselves when they came back, and Ben wrote a book about everybody involved. It's called Bravo Company, and it's out tomorrow. Okay. And we're doing some events for it. Um, <clears throat> if you're in the Austin area, you can RSVP. You can find it on, some so- on, on our social media and stuff, but you can, uh, they're having a workout tomorrow morning at Dakota's place. Uh, which is, you know, uh, own the dash. Yeah. Yeah. They okay. invited me to that. I will not be going because working out is uh, in the morning like that. No fucking way. <laughs> uh, then we're going to have him on the show. You'll hear Ben talk about the book tomorrow on Patreon. That'll be at 3 p.m. Central. And then we're doing a, an event in Cedar Park at Tim's place as well. It's 7 p.m. And you can check that out. Great. Perfect. Yeah, we'll uh, post all the links and all that stuff. Uh, in the meantime, uh, thank you for your support on Patreon for the video. It helps keep the video going. We are only 2,600 people away already. We've more than gotten halfway to our goal at, at Christmas time. 850 so new subscribers. Going to say thank you to all them. Hell yeah, dude. Um, that's fucking awesome. And, uh, and again, it keeps video going. It keeps the chat going. And uh, it also allows us to... Uh, <laughs> Say uh, uh, some more things that are a little crazier here. Show some shit that we probably couldn't show on YouTube where they would just rip these videos down, especially after reading these leaked uh, DHS reports. Jesus Christ, dude. Um, they are coming after. We knew it. We fucking knew it. God damn it. Uh, now, in the meantime, uh, our sports channel is unaffected by this because they haven't dinged us or any of that bullshit at all. So um, we're live on that four days a week, and you can join us here in about uh, 10, 15 minutes. For the Monday morning recap, don't forget to go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. That is all the advertisers care about. For D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone.